for the rest of the day today. It's going to be sunny. Tonight, increasing clouds, a low of 34. Tomorrow, morning clouds, but then it clears up, a high of 40, a low of 25. Saturday, mostly sunny, high of 43. Sunday, cloudy, a high of 49. Monday, cloudy, chance of showers, a high of 47. Right now, it is 52 at Radio Bloomington. Uh, This weather is actually sponsored, by the way, by Heller Motors. If you're shopping for a newer used vehicle, check out Heller Motors in Pontiac, where they have the selection, the service, and the low price you want. Shop them online at hellerstores.com. Mark swung back in the studio because he had an interesting conversation in his extended show. Are you enjoying the extended hours there, Mark? It's fine. I'm good. You're 10 to 2. I'm now 2 to 6 for the next few days. We do this again next week uh, a few times. Uh, But you were talking about how the Bears would benefit by having an owner like Jerry Jones. Well, you think or maybe you're wondering if people think they'd benefit. The context of it was uh, Troy Aikman was very critical of Jerry Jones without mentioning him by name at Mm -hmm. a banquet last night where he was being recognized. He was given an award by uh, an athletic foundation in Dallas where Troy Aikman, frankly, is king. Yeah. All right. Uh, And uh, so he was very critical and essentially said he used the word to the detriment of the team in reference to Tinkering. The overmanaging of the owner. Yeah. You know, and saying that uh, you can blame the coach all you want, but the common denominator is what happens at the top and mm-hmm. the management of the team from the top down. And Jerry Jones is very hands on. And I brought up George Steinbrenner, which I think perked your ears that, up. That is what I wanted to ask you about because I'm a Yankee fan, born and raised on the East Coast. And George Steinbrenner, senior, who's unfortunately now passed away wanted to win at all costs, and it made a lot of people hate the New York Yankees because often in the offseason, you'd see three or four top free agents become available, and the Yankees would purchase all three or four top free agents, and then George also fired and rehired a lot of people throughout his his tenure as owner. Uh, But as a fan of that organization, and now years of not having um, George Sr., but his, his kids be in charge of the organization, I miss George. I wish that George were back because he did everything he thought he should do to win. Win was all he cared about. And Jerry Jones, to me, seems like a guy that wants to win above all else. When George Steinbrenner bought the Yankees, they hadn't won in a long time. Yeah. The, the club had aged, and their farm system was no longer what it once had been. Uh, he did turn that around, and they became more successful. And then they eventually went back to the World Series in 1975, and they won it in 1976. But then after, and I think they returned again in 78. But I think uh, they won a couple of those in the 70s. But eventually, over a period of time, uh, 17 years, he hired and fired 17 different managers. Now, some happen. of those were the same men, just reinstalled and re-terminated. But yeah. the context of the conversation was... Billy Martin I, being one of the most notable ones. Sure. Go ahead. He was hired and fired five times. He was. <laughs> I raised this question because Bears fans... Now, I came at this from the perspective of a Bears fan. Mm-hmm. You're a Bears fan, and one of the chief complaints that you hear from Bears fans, and this has been going on for a long time, and that is uh, the McCaskies, the ownership group, will not spend the money to put together the kind of teams that other organizations do. Yep. So my question was, and and you have to give them credit for making the trade for Khalil Mack 
And uh, eh, I mean, I guess so. Well, those are the kind of moves that Bears fans want. That's they true. just want more of them. Right. And then you couple that with not keeping Alshon Jeffrey, not keeping Howard. Mm. And if you're a fan, it's very frustrating. Yeah, I, The I, players that you develop or that you draft who become all pros, you don't keep. And then there are other players that you identify as a fan and say if the Bears had this player, they would be better. Yeah. So that led me to bring up the question, since Troy Aikman was very critical of Jerry Jones, and, you know, they've only won two playoff games under Jason Garrett, mm-hmm. and I think three since their last Super Bowl championship. The question was, would the Dallas Cowboys be better off without Jerry Jones <laughs> as their owner, and would the Bears be better off with, with Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jones as their owner? So, In other words, uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure. A game I like to play is pretending that an everyday person like myself could just get to own a franchise for a year. Sure. Like they just give me a shot. One year, Craig Collins is the owner of the Yankees or whoever, well, and one, let's see what happens. One year is different because if you only own the team for one year, there are no consequences for okay. a long-term oh, contract. Fine. All right, fine. If you sign a guy for 10 years, you don't, care. You don't have to pay the back end of that well, and get his you know, diminished performance. All right, then for the sake of this argument, I will pretend that I get the team forever. Um, if I were to own anything, and I think that every fan should agree with this, it's a sp- I, I shouldn't. The main thing you should make money on shouldn't be the sports franchise you own. That is for people who are of a certain ilk that have more than enough money to spend. So now they want to have fun because money shouldn't be what stops my team from winning things. And my and maybe that's the spoiled Yankee in me speaking. But if my team is good and the way to get just a little bit better is throw a little more cash at this one person. I should be okay with that because this is a sports franchise. It's not a business like other businesses. I know it's a business. I know they make money doing it, but it's not the same thing. It's I If I want to make money, I'll go into any other industry and make money operating the business as just a means to make me richer. Well, first of all, I think uh, comparing baseball to the NFL is apples to oranges. Right, because if, one if, if you're the no owner of a cap. baseball franchise, you've got a minor league system and you can develop players. True. NFL teams don't do that. They use college football, essentially, as their development vehicle. Right. So you have to draft, and you have to be right. You have to be right often, more often in, in football than, than other sports. Uh, baseball teams have you know several hundred players and maybe... You know, but let's look a at some dozen of, the, of them make it to the major leagues. Let's some, look at some of the marquee. Um, you know, I guess they'd be the franchises that had had great stretches, great runs in any sport. Even the Golden State Warriors recently in basketball, they overspent. They paid penalties for the salary that they put together because they knew that the collection of players they had was so good. The money didn't matter. Right. This is a sport for fans. This well, is a sport for communities. Again, that's a different situation, I think. They already had achieved success and they wanted to prolong it yeah. for as an extended period of time as possible. Rack up as many championships as they can. At some point, they're going to get to a stage where that's going to stop. It didn't stop because of them. The The reason that, that they're not going to be competitive this year is partly because they have hurt players, but also because Durant walked away from them. They would have given him every penny that he wanted to even be injured for a year, and he said, you know what, i got to do something over here. I just think that when sports, and I guess maybe in today's day and age, 
they're not as as regional as they used to be. I think growing up for a long time, your favorite teams were the ones that were local to you because those are the only ones you could see on TV. And so you service a community through an org- through a sports organization. A, a franchise winds up being that community's you know one big favorite team more often than not. And if I ever owned a franchise, I think it's only right to be stupid about the finances of it because it's about entertainment. It's not. I mean, when when people go out and tour rock concerts or whatever, they don't nickel and dime. I don't think. I think they do the works that they can afford. They throw all the lights up because it's it's for the fans that you're out there. So service the fans and spend the money. Well, uh, but you know there is a an element to the concert part of it, a show, an event. Yeah, uh, you have to have somebody locally willing to make the bid. To bring that show in. That is true. For the venue itself, they have to, and they're a business, so they have to make, but the, in the sports world, you own everything. You own the field you play at, especially in the major leagues and the professional levels. You own every part of it, and generally cities actually invest heavily into those places. They give you a bunch of tax write-offs to build a stadium somewhere. I just think a lot of times uh, NFL fans, having grown up as an NFL season ticket holder of, yeah. at, with the old St. Louis football Cardinals. Nice. And we didn't, we didn't pay the kind of money to go to a game that you have to pay today. See, I don't and even when, think you should do that. Tickets should be cheap. It shouldn't be a business where people are there to make money. I want to have just the most irresponsible owners in all of all of the world take on these sports franchises and run them into the ground because it would be entertaining as hell to get all the best players every year. Well, you know, there are, uh, there are lower levels of every sport where you can enjoy it without, yeah. you know, without uh, having to worry about what kind of money you're spending. So. That's true, but then those players aren't, are, I don't know. If LeBron James costs, by the way, did you see LeBron James travel last night? Yes. He took 75 steps before yeah. he dribbled the basketball, well, and, and no that, one cared. That's right. Because he's paid a lot of money. Nobody nobody blew the whistle on him. No, no. The, his defender threw his arms up in the air. He crossed over half court. He stopped his dribble. He kept walking, uh-huh. and then he restarted his dribble. He did the Allen Iverson where you put most of your hand under the ball, only he didn't then dribble it. Well, he it just was, walked with he it. He was carrying it like a waiter carries a trade. <laughs> now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. This is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. Uh, If I believe Facebook, I am blowing up. I am getting wildly, wildly popular right now. If Facebook is my only barometer to my level of success, uh, I told my newsman, Neil Doyle, this morning that I had, I woke up to like 80 or 90 friend requests, and I don't know when they started flooding in, Neil. I don't know what's going on, but at, what was it, like 1230, I told you I was going to stop saying yes to them. I I have a policy that I usually say yes to anyone and everyone. I I don't want to be mean. If someone came up to me in real life and said, would you be my friend? I don't think I could say no to any human. Could you do that? Could you reject uh, a person in public? No. Okay. No. Even if you didn't know them? Even if they seemed a little strange? And they're like, hey, Neil, would you be my friend? What would you say? I would, you know, maybe say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, then, yeah. yeah. If I don't have to give you a lot of my details, if <laughs> yeah. you can just know, like, my email, right. that's fine. We're friends now. So I, I, for the longest time, just accepted anyone who would friend me. And I have 114 uh, right now, pending friend requests. And this started when? This, uh, this morning. Just today. Yeah, it's only been one day that I, I had about, yeah, I don't, I don't want to brag because actually it's not that many friends compared to a lot of other people, but I had like eight or 900 Facebook yeah. friends. And uh, now I've got 1,036 and uh, another 100 and something pending. 
Look at that. I know. I just, uh, did, what, like, it's. It does appear that a lot of them don't live in Bloomington. Well, so I don't know if they're all listeners, but we, we're on the internets, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm, it's taken, and they're not going to my fan page. By the way, you can fan this show on Facebook at Craig Collins Show. Just one S, by the way, for Collins Show is actually how, I guess, but it's, a, it's some rule they have. Uh, it's on Twitter, too. Uh, but yeah, I got 115 friend requests just hanging out. And I guess Facebook went down today. Is that true, too? Supposedly. Okay. I, I didn't see it go down, per se. Oh, you, oh, you, okay. See, that was, yeah, that was somebody else rolling through the newsroom. I think it was Cody. Or he got was, it. Yeah. So they, so Facebook just locked Cody out. I guess. And then he claimed everyone. I might have broke it, though. You, I think Collins might have broke Facebook. How long does it take you? I mean, that's a lot of friend requests. Yeah, I'd have I to mean, hit them individually. To be honest, Facebook, it's not, right, there's not a very easy way i mean you got to literally scroll and click if you've got that many that, that could take you a little bit. well that's a good point with my celebrity comes all the problems <laughs> i mean it's hard to be so famous i have to go through one at a time and accept my many fans from foreign countries with odd sounding names uh but they thank you guys for listening i assume they all we're going to check the numbers in all these other countries i think i'm huge in india right now <laughs> Did you know the Colin show is taken off? I had no idea. We might do a remote. I'm so excited. <laughs> Brian Walder, mostly sunny today. Tonight, increasing clouds, a low of 34. Tomorrow, mo- morning clouds, then clear skies, a high of 40, a low of 25. Saturday, mostly sunny, high of 43. Sunday, cloudy, high of 49. Monday, cloudy, a chance of showers, high of 47. Right now, it is 52 degrees at Radio Bloomington. You're listening to The Craig Collins Show on WJBC. I like when people compile lists. Um, USA Today, by the way, they have a great sports page uh, for the win, which just they cover a lot of really great sports content there. But they put out this list a couple days ago. It was the 40 best sports quotes of all time. Uh, and that is, that's hyperbolic. I hope it's hyperbolic because I'm not sure I love these. They broke them into three different categories, inspirational quotes, funny quotes, and quotes that are just about winning and losing. Uh, even though they reference Yogi, Yogi Berra, a famous Yankee, they don't use a single one of his quotes in the 40 best of all time. And that is ridiculous. That's insanity. Some quotes from Yogi, when you come to the fork in the road, take it. These things absolutely deserve to be on the list. It ain't over till it's over. That's Yogi. It's like deja vu all over again. No, none of these made an appearance. Uh, top inspirational quote comes from Mario Andretti when he said, and this apparently is the most inspiring thing to the people at USA Today, if you have everything under control, you're not moving fast enough. Does Mario Andretti deserve to have the spot number one spot, most inspirational sports quote of all time? I ask one Neil Doyle, is Mario the wrong pick for that? Mm. See? See, there you go. He doesn't want to say anything bad. He doesn't want to say anything negative. Neil is a man that always... Down, you should run for some political office right. at some point, I think, buddy. Yeah, I can do it. Uh, okay. No, he, I, don't, I do not think he should be atop a the list. Mickey Mantle number two on this list, famous Yankee. During my 18 years, I came to bat almost 10,000 times. I struck out about 1,700 times, and I walked maybe 1,800 times. You figure a baseball player has 500 at-bats a season. That means Mickey Mantle, Hall of Famer, seven years I went without a hit in the course of his career. That would all equate, if he did that all in a couple seasons... That'd be seven years of no-hit baseballs. He's a Hall of Famer. That's much more inspirational to me. That failure doesn't mean that you're a failure, you know? That you can stumble, but you'll still succeed in life. That's what I'm hearing from Mick. And all I hear from Mario is drive fast. I'm well, not sure I'm okay with that. 
Are you a? Do you like any type of NASCAR, IndyCar? No. I, I well, I would love to drive it. Sure. The thing about whenever I turn that on TV is I just want to be behind the wheel. Oh, yeah. Like I don't. I I liked the Jeff Gordon for a little bit because he sure. was famous. And then anytime I got in a conversation with any sort of a NASCAR fan, and I mentioned Jeff Gordon, they wanted to punch me square in the face because apparently he's a hated commodity. Yeah. So then I aborted mission in that world. You either like him or you or you don't. So you you are a NASCAR fan. I mean, when I was in high school, I would follow NASCAR. Oh. More. One, one because of our good family friend loved it so sure you know i would watch it with him occasionally i kind of have fallen off but uh, my family things. my family goes to the indy 500 almost every year i have cousins that come from out east from mm-hmm. connecticut and it's a big ordeal and so i i was at the race this past year yeah the indy 500 is a great time oh i'm, I'm sure it's a great time oh, even like the kentucky derby is a wonderful thing to go to and i don't follow very, horse racing very different end of the spectrums there the but, kentucky derby and indy 5 okay different crowds i guess they're, they're oh, well, right okay yeah. it's a posh crowd is what you're saying at the yeah. Kentucky Derby? Uh, yes, I would think the so. The fancier more. crowd? They're not all... 500 is awesome. I mean, people, you, they're just there to have a good time. There's, a lot, of, there's a lot of beer kegs at oh, the I mean, Indy 500? Well, you know, you can bring your, own, you bring your own beer and everything in. Okay. Yeah, did you know that? Well, no, I didn't know that. No, yeah, uh, no so need... no mint juleps are being tossed uh, around? No. I, okay. A lot of uh, bush oh, lights and uh, maybe a couple tall boys. Maybe yeah. we get both those crowds together for something. The Kentucky Derby crowd and the Indy 500 crowd? I mean, realistically, at the end of the day, they're all just there to have a good time, have a couple drinks. They are. And a few drinks in, those guys will be really good friends. <laughs> yeah. um, by the way, that quote, again, this Mario Andretti quote, it's no way it's better than baseball is 90% mental half the time. Y- yeah, no. I mean, come not. on, think about that. Yeah. A nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. That's Yogi Berra. Oh. I, I totally agree with you, sir. Uh, Terrell Owens has the funniest quote of all time, which I don't know how I feel about T.O. Landing on that one. I love me some me is a pretty good quote. Is that the funniest sports he, quote to you of he, all time? You know who's got some good, I'm sure, quotes or just like in-game commentary are him and Randy Moss. I mean, the two of them, like <laughs> on the like, if you ever watch any of their mic'd up stuff, I, I guess I mean those count as quotes. They stuff do. They say, I mean, they say some just crazy stuff. They do. Yeah. Yes, they do. I, I think that right. We could find better quotes uh, for a lot of this. I, I don't know. That's what you get when you weigh into the the internet. With uh, Michael Jordan is not top three in any of the categories. Mm-hmm. I am very upset by that. Are you a Bulls fan? Oh, yeah. Okay. Big Michael Jordan fan? Oh, love him. The number 40 quote, the absolute last quote, according to these people at the For the Win website, I've never lost a game. I've just run out of time. Michael Jordan. Oh, wow. He's never lost a game, Neil. And that's 40? Yeah. That's the 40th best sports quote of all time, which is very upsetting to me. George Steinbrenner made the list. Winning is the most important thing in my life after breathing. Breathing is first, but winning is second. That feels pretty good to That's me. That's a pretty good one. I know. These quotes are, I just, I don't know. The best uh, quote about winning or losing comes from Vince Lombardi, who I'm sure half our audience will be, uh, are we, where do you think we land as Packers and Bears fans here? I, you know, Blake's a Packers fan. I, well, and so is a few of the other guys here. I mean, one yeah. of our bosses is a Bear, is a Packer fan, yeah. so I shouldn't say anything negative about, about Vince Lombardi. He's a great coach, right? R- He's a great right. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And Brett Favre, he's a, he's a great guy. He didn't throw a whole bunch of interceptions during the course of his career. <laughs> the most interceptions ever thrown, that wasn't him. That was somebody else. Vince said, winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. Yep. Is that the most inspirational quote or the best quote about winning or losing to you? Yeah, that's got to be up there, yeah. Well, apparently with them, it's better. I don't know. Uh, it's It gets late early out here is pretty good to me. I like that quote a lot. That's Yogi Bear again. We have uh, deep depth is a good quote from Yogi. Think about that. It's not just depth. We have deep depth. The Craig Collins Show is... Oh, did I say death? The Craig Collins Show is deep depth. Depth. BC.com. 
Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. If you were listening earlier in the show, I mentioned that I'm getting flooded with new Facebook requests from friends, and they don't seem to be real friends. I had about 115, and I decided to say no to all of them, and I just got 40 more. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what is Facebook broken? What is is this 40? I have 47. I said no to 115. And when did we talk about that, Neil? Was that like half an hour ago? At least, yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe a little more than half an hour ago. I've gotten almost 50 now in the course of a half hour. Is there an algorithm where like once you get to 100 pending ones, they can stop throwing them your way? I don't know. Okay. I've I've never I've never experienced that. You're asking the wrong person. Well, I'm just too famous. It's just it's the <laughs> most it's the craziest thing. Somebody heard the Collins show in India and he's sharing it with all his friends and everybody loves it. This content is golden. Uh, it's because I quote uh, Yogi Berra so much time. The best quote to me about winning or losing you wouldn't have won if we'd beaten you. That's Yogi Berra. And that's how can you argue that? You wouldn't have won. You can't. Yeah. No, I, we would have lost if you had beaten us. That is true, Yogi. Best quote of all time. Uh, today is also International Ninja Day. I don't know if you celebrate it often. I do, of course. Uh, yeah, apparently there's a ninja museum you can go to as well as a ninja village. Neither of those located in the States. Uh, this... Uh, this history, or the history of this day, it started in 2003 when a parody website called Ninja Burger uh, started celebrating International Ninja Day, and I guess it's picked up enough that, that people now, I, I, I've never heard anyone ever bring this holiday up, but it's, it's out there. I guess some people celebrate it. Um, but in 2003, they said that their fictitious ninjas deliver burgers faster than anybody else's ninjas, so they should all celebrate the, honor, the holiday in honor of those uh, burger-delivering ninjas that don't exist um, and here are a couple suggestions on how you can celebrate the day. And I do not recommend these in the workplace. Try as, as best as you can to quietly and quickly sneak up on someone Ooh. in honor of, of National Ninja Day. This is not to be creepy, Neil. This is just because it's a holiday, so I should try as hard as I can to be behind you without you knowing. We sometimes, because where Blake's desk is situated in the newsroom, where you can come in kind of from the backside, yeah. people will sometimes go, ooh, they like try to scare me. <laughs> It always kind of makes him, he always gets a little nervous. So. I had no idea people yeah. celebrated International Ninja Day yeah. all year round for one Blake Hodge because right. he's such a ninja fan. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. He's such a huge fan. They also said you could just learn a martial art. Uh, I've talked on this show recently about the fact that my wife is now, uh, she made us a yoga family. Uh, she unilaterally decided to make that decision that we now do yoga and we go to the YMCA and take different yoga classes. And last night there was a kickboxing class and we didn't take it. We just saw it. But it sounds like uh, we're also going to do uh, kickboxing. I guess the first thing I'm saying is that I'm whipped, uh, which is fun. <laughs> but then, wait, right? That is number one. No, you're the being number support- one takeaway. You're, you're being supportive. You're, uh, yeah. How, right. How's the yoga going? Oh, it's great. Side note. It's yeah? so good, Neil. It's I'm doing all the stretches. Nice. I'm not doing the stretches. I can't. <laughs> it's. I don't know if I should, and I just mumbled a bunch. I kind of want to complain about one student in the class, but if she hears me, I apologize. Like, I don't mean it. It's just jealousy, I promise. But, like, we take a beginner class is one of the two we take each week. This is a chair-based yoga class. Half of the yoga involves sitting in a chair. So this is not, like, difficult. This is not supposed to be for your high-end, advanced-level humans. This is for people who want to casually do yoga for an hour at the YMCA. And we have this one, one student. Who And every single time, it's maybe I should blame the teacher, too. She goes, if you can do the more advanced move, go ahead and do that. And she always does. Like, the, her legs are over each other. She's flying. She's, she's, you know, 
stretching in ways that I don't think human beings are supposed to stretch. And it just makes me feel sad. In the beginner class? Yes. Huh. She goes to every yoga class at the Y. Oh, okay. This, this, well, we've seen her in all of ours, at least. And there's a one that's intermediate. And she still, she shows everyone up every single time. How many levels of classes are there? It sounds like there's three. Because okay. we've heard rumors of a third class that we haven't taken yet that may be harder than the two we've taken. But there's chair yoga. There's then a medium option, which is like some sort of balance in life. I don't know what the name is. I'm sorry, YMCA. I don't know the name. But that one, you don't get to sit in a chair. You have to stand and do yoga the whole time. And then I hear there's a very intense one. Hmm. And maybe she teaches it. Like, maybe she's a teacher and I just don't know this. Well. Is that how you keep yourself sharp, though? You do the intermediate? If you were really good at something, Neil, would you take the beginner course? Like me, I'm okay at basketball, but I don't want to go play a bunch of, like, 10-year-olds. That would be wrong. That seems wrong. I mean, if I was good at math, I wouldn't mind taking the easiest one and get an A. That's just my <laughs> kind of philosophy, okay. but some people don't like that. You know. love the golf, though. Would you like to play a, against a bunch of novices and, I like, mean, crush them? I don't really see. Well, it depends. I mean, if it's like we're playing for money, then I would feel bad doing that. But Got if it. it's just to go out and play, I don't really care. You you want to show them all up? You want to feel like no, the just, Tiger Woods? No, I just I I don't really care what level. I just as long as you like to go out there and have have a good time. That's the whole point. Of golf. Got it. Yeah. But when we both hit the drive and mine flips fifteen yards because I topped it and you are right. one hundred and eighty two hundred. How how many yards? What are you hitting uh, down the fairway? Maybe like two two fifty two fifty two sixty straight down the middle. There's no little chuckle there from one Neil Doyle. No, there's no tee it again. There's no. Oh really? I get a second or, try. Or if you don't get it past the uh, ladies' tees. Uh, well, oh, no. Yeah, we don't want to talk. The rest of the day today, it'll be mostly sunny. It's 52 degrees right now in Bloomington. Tonight, increasing clouds, but a low of 34. I also don't know why we talk about clouds at night. That's always confused me because it's dark at night, so I don't really care if it's cloudy. But thank you, Brian. I'm glad you're going above and beyond. Uh, morning clouds tomorrow, clear skies later, high of 40. Saturday, mostly sunny, high of 43. Sunday, it's going to be cloudy and a high of 49. And on Monday, a chance of showers, cloudy, but a high of 47. Like I said, 52 right now at Radio Bloomington. You're listening to The Greg Collins Show on WJBC. In about 15 minutes, I'm going to talk about how uh, a few people here in Bloomington are being really, really green. And that's a very important thing because uh, there was a model, uh, some scientists put out a model about not only the projections that they have for us moving forward and how, how likely they are to be true, but they demonstrated how good they were at predicting stuff that's already happened. So I'm going to talk to some people that are helping make the world just a little bit better of a place. And actually, I might ask them, uh, I, I read something that said the world would get better if every single person on the planet planted one tree. If every single one of us like found a spot, and we can be silly about our spots, you can pick a strange and funny spot, but if you planted one tree then the whole world would become a better place, apparently. I don't know how likely that is to be true, and I'm sure they'll have differing opinions, but uh, maybe that'll come up. Uh, but they're on in about 15 minutes or so. Uh, right now, I want to talk about a 22, 22-year-old guy who uh, went to a BMW dealership, and he said that his dad really wanted to buy him a BMW for his birthday. He's like, you know, I'm here at the dealership. Dad's on his way over. I'm so excited because it's my birthday, and I, I can't wait to buy a Beamer. And obviously, the salespeople were pretty excited about that. They're like, great, uh, hang out. As he's walking around the store, his name is Jai, by the way, he found the BMW of his, of his dreams. It was a dark blue sedan, and he was like, I'm so excited. He got on the phone with his dad to talk about it, and that's where apparently some of this story winds up not being so true. Dad's not interested in buying the Beamer. But that didn't stop Jai. He decided to scratch the car in the dealership so that, you know, if you break it, you bought it, Dad. 
And he said, I guess he's on the phone. Salespeople are standing around him. He's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so, oh, I, I scratched it, Dad. Oh, no. I can't imagine he thought that would work. And what, what do you think, if we project, like, the history of his life, that his parents, like, caved on things for Jai? At 22 years old, he's like, it's fine. I'll go to a BMW dealership and scratch up a car, and Dad will just buy it. Uh, what he didn't factor in is that that's a uh, crime. You get arrested for that. So Jai wound up getting arrested. Dad got to the dealership, I guess, and there's no word on if he may have actually purchased the vehicle. But, yeah, uh, one of the police officers who was there on the scene said he's like a little kid asking for a gift from his parents. He believed if he damaged the car, his dad would just buy it. I'm a millennial, and so often I try to defend the millennial perspective, but 22-year-old Jai, you're putting, up a, putting out a bad name for so, so many of us because that that's a bad move. I think that... uh. You know, just recommending moving forward. Don't don't go to the BMW dealership and hope that you can break it. And Dad's just going to pick that up. All during the rest of the day today, mostly sunny, then cloudy tonight, a low of 34. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy in the morning, but clear skies in the afternoon, a high of 40, low of 25. Saturday, mostly sunny, high of 43. Sunday, cloudy, a high of 49. And on Monday, cloudy, a chance of showers, but a high of 47. Right now, it is 49 degrees at Radio Bloomington. This is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. Uh, I wanted to bring in some people who win awards for doing good things, and I have people who are green award winners. That is McLean County's Green Award. It went to a group of volunteers that run something called TerraCycle, and then it also went to a local farmer who runs Henry's Farm. His name is Henry, of course, obviously. Uh, but first, before we get to Henry, we'll talk to him in a couple minutes. I want to talk to two of the volunteers from TerraCycle about what that program is, how it works, how maybe you could volunteer to help out. I have uh, Melanie. Uh, I, I was going to screw up the last name. Here, take that microphone. Pull it up closer to you. Uh, Melanie, what's your last name? Ziomek. Ziomek. It's, it shouldn't be that hard to say. And then I have Amy Keaton, much easier to say, in studio with me. Uh, um, either of you, te- first explain to me what TerraCycle is. Sure. TerraCycle is a company that pays nonprofits to collect items that are typically not able to be recycled. They're based out of New Jersey. They were started in 2001. The guy who started the company actually started to sell fertilizer. He called it worm poop because that's that's (laughs) what it is. He didn't want to make bottles to ship his worm poop, his fertilizer, so he would pay nonprofits to collect empty soda bottles for him. And so this idea just kind of steamrolled for him. Hey, what if we started recycling things that weren't normally able to recycle? Yeah. So he partnered with other companies like Tom's of Maine pays for a recycling or a tear cycling brigade. Cool. So toothbrushes, toothpaste, anything Tom's of Maine makes, we can tear recycle. And so that's how the whole thing started. So we collect the items, they pay for shipping and give us about two cents per item. This and, is how our nonprofit makes money. And so uh, there's there's four uh, volunteers that all won the award together, and all four of you had just on your own discovered this program and decided to start working on it until maybe eventually you all meet each other. Is that right? Yes. Uh, I personally started uh, it out of my garage uh, just because I was trying to find another outlet to reduce my garbage. And so I found TerraCycle, and it was uh, my garage was crazy for a while. 
Um, and then it was uh, very interesting because then I ended up meeting up with uh, Amy, who was not, she was not only doing it out of her garage, but she was collecting for Washington School and for her church. And it was just nice to talk to somebody about saying, hey, how do you make 40 pounds of chip bags? You know, right. it's a ship. Yeah. And so we would, you know, collaborate and, and discuss our, our woes and everything. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> then it just it just spo- um, spiraled because I was reaching out to the community trying to get more like I have a drop off site at Common Ground. And then um, it turned out that uh, Amy ended up saying that the, her church, which is St. Luke, uh, opened up their garage so that we could keep um our TerraCycle items there while we were trying to make weight and so and it just it now it turned into a 24-hour drop-off got it so you said you make weight so obviously then you have to collect a certain what is the weight of your your stuff so TerraCycle will only pay they will pay for shipping but will only get credit for it if it's a certain amount and each brigade is different she mentioned chip bags we have to have 40 pounds worth of empty chip bags to get credit for them which we do hit we get a lot of chip bags but it's hard to find boxes to ship that many <laughs> i'm chip sure bags. yeah but each brigade's different some of them are a five pound limit some are three pound it just depends on what we're okay collecting. and so then you have four drop-off sites where each volunteer runs their own drop-off site it probably would benefit you guys to have more volunteers either opening more drop sites or maybe helping uh, keep the ones maintained that you currently have how would people get involved with you guys they can contact us a lot of what we need help with is just keeping the sites cleaned up making sure that what's in a certain collection site if it's chip bags that it's only chip bags in there you can't throw your empty cheese wrappers or whatever else you want to in there it has to just be chip bags so really just helping with that and then getting boxes big enough you know empty water heater boxes are perfect for what we need to ship wow um you know i have this conversation with my wife every so often she is is very into all the recycling things that i need to get better at doing sometimes and so booking you guys is sort of like a see honey i'm listening i'm paying attention (laughs) uh but just out of curiosity and i know you kind of explain this but what creates a passion to do this as volunteers um and to do it you know to the extent to start winning awards locally uh for the the great work you're doing what creates that that desire to you know make the world maybe cleaner you're both pointing both people were like you you do it i don't want to take no you tell them what why you want to do this go ahead um it just started out with uh just trying to do my part and knowing that uh you know it takes one person to make a difference so i got it yeah Yeah. uh, i'm not doing my part as well as i should be but i'll learn from you guys i also did find out that it would be hilarious uh to have any of you over to my thanksgiving because i think you all ran your own thanksgivings we did that's very smart (laughs) i feel like the waste there even on that holiday maybe we can be more cognizant of that i like i said i also have in studio the other winner who won an award for uh green uh the mclean county green award this is henry brockman you are the owner of henry's farm aptly named very so we thought about that for a long time (laughs) did you there was a lot of debates going back and forth is it henry's farm or is it i don't know that's the only name that i like um Tell me, Henry, what got you into trying to be greener in an industry that I don't think I connect with green necessarily? Mm. Well, I started out from the very beginning being organic. I've I've always been very, uh, I guess, concerned about the environment and even when I was younger. So when I went into farming, it just, that's the only thing that really made sense to me was to do it organically and um, any way that I can cut down on waste, uh, I'll do it. Uh, Whatever I can do, I'll try to do. How much new technology is getting developed to help you do what you're doing? Is there a lot out there, or is it kind of like hunting and pecking for the right things to make it easy? Yeah, I don't. In my the the way that I farm, which is very you know small scale, I, I do about uh, 15 acres of vegetables, uh, not a lot of machinery. So it's it's 
what I do is very low tech. There are, you know, there's more and more uh, high tech ways of, of farming out there. But um, again, we can talk about whether that's sustainable or not. And that's kind of where I'm yeah, at okay. sustainability. Yeah. I don't know why I love smart technology. I just pictured a bunch of Alexa speakers helping you do your stuff. But that would be, <laughs> I think, antithesis. That'd be the opposite what we're going for here. Um, so then it's a lot of hard work. You do this. Oh, yes. You, okay. So let me ask you some questions. My wife comes from a farm family, mm -hmm. and I've been told from time to time that I am a city slicker. I am a – see, he's already laughing. He knows that a lot of this is – and as a green farmer, you're probably trying even harder. If I just tried one day to do Henry's job, mm -hmm. how uh, – I don't know if I need an answer. I think the grunt was enough. Can I do one day at Henry's work? Mm, no, I don't think so. What city did you come from, Craig? Born near New York City? Nope, it's not going to work. How much of it, like, how long are you working each day? Do you? It's it's hard work. I work from when the time when the sun comes up until it goes down, basically. And this time of year, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and this and the amount of work you're doing though, it's 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 exponentially harder because of the the desire to stay green. Well, I don't know about that. Um, well, I guess that's true. See, I mean, okay. it's it's a lot easier to to being to humble spray, for a second. A lot easier to spray a chemical than it is to go out there and hoe out weeds. So yeah. And so, where does your passion come from? I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> no one wants to answer that question. That's a, that's a difficult question. Yeah. You're, you're the most humble people in the studio. <laughs> they won an award for being green, and all people are like, I don't know why I do this. It's just a thing. I'm trying to make the world better. i got to yeah. take a break on the Craig Collins Show. Hang out for just a second more. Uh, we got a lot more to come up on the show. But first, quick break, and then more. Oh, the CNBC News Report, by the way, it is sponsored by Sh uh, before I let my guests go, I realize that they should probably both get to promote uh, where their locations are, where their, their items can be purchased at. So one more time, I'm introducing both my guests. I have two volunteers from TerraCycle, a local um, organization, a local group that won an, a green award. Uh, where are the TerraCycle locations? The main location is St. Luke Union Church on the corner of Washington and Regency. Mm -hmm. And then we also collect at Common Ground Grocery and at the Ecology Action Center. No, the Ecology Action Center just oh. has our has our listing for the brigades on their website, um, but the ones open to the public um, are at the St. Luke's, and that's a 24-hour drop-off, and then, you know, you can do Common Ground as well. Thank you. That's both uh, um, Melanie and Amy. Thank you guys for joining me, and then also, real quick, I have Henry from Henry's Farms. How do people pick up uh, Henry's Farms products? Yeah, so the best thing to do is to go online and Google me, Google Henry's Farm. And you'll find out how you can sign up and join my CSA, which is a way you can get uh, uh, produce every week from me through the growing season. Hold on. I deliver right here, right here to Bloomington Normal. Are you trying to say that you're the only Henry's Farm? If I Google Henry's Farm, I'm just going to find you? I think pretty much, yeah. Your SEO people must be incredible. <laughs> there have to be other, there have to be oh, other Henry's so Farms. But you have all of it. You have it 100% taken. I'm going to Google that right now. Well, thank you both for joining us, uh, all three thank of you, you for coming in studio. Uh, and congratulations on thank living you. a better life and having a better Thanksgiving than I have. <laughs> Now, back to The Craig Collins Show on WJBC. This is The Craig Collins Show on WJBC. I had to get my guests in there. They're walking out of the studio right now, uh, but I had to get them in one more time to promote where their things are because as a new radio host, I sometimes forget to do the most basic of things. I should also tell you that this half hour of The Craig Collins Show is sponsored. It's sponsored by Staples, and I should have that in front of me too because uh, Staples is a great company that just had a lot of Black Friday sales that you could have partaken in if you wanted to. Uh, at Staples, your ink is always in stock and at low prices. Now get 25% back 
in rewards when you spend $75 on ink or 200 on toner. Staples, there's a whole lot in stores this holiday. Offer ends 12-7-19, uh, so in just two days. Restrictions do apply. See stores or staples.com slash 25 in rewards for more details. Uh, I have a list of the 10 best movies and TV shows of 2019. Before I hit this list, though, I am curious, Neil Doyle, did you watch Game of Thrones at all? Are you a Game of Thrones fan? Watched it all. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what did you think? 2019, I heard a few uh, friends make lists of the worst things that existed from TV and, and movies in 2019, and Game of Thrones was at the top of all their lists. So what did you think of the most recent, the last season of the Game of Thrones? I mean, it just felt rushed. I, I feel like there could have been easily another four or five episodes to kind of take you where you wanted. I feel like it just the last two or three episodes, it was just all kind of compacted more than it should have been. Now, I don't know if there's, you know, there's all this talk. There's going to be spinoffs and mm -hmm. this and that. The and first spinoff already has been canceled, by the way. Oh, did it really? Yeah, they started it and then they can't. I think there was like a budget concern or something. So would that make your list of worst TV and movie of 2019? <sighs> Because so mean, much excitement. If you were a Game of Thrones fan, you were excited going in to the right. last season. I mean, I don't want to say it was terrible. It, it, <laughs> didn't, it didn't meet my expectations. So, sure, I, I guess I could put that gotcha. on the list. Because the story wasn't told well enough. I yeah. think the best defense is that it was a story that had been told really well for seven seasons and then got messy in yeah. the eighth. And as you said, it was probably just because they were trying to get to an end point too soon. Yeah. Uh, but do you read the books? I did not. Okay. They're thousands of pages long. And George R. R. Martin takes long stretches <laughs> yeah. where he doesn't talk about anything. Right. If you had made the whole book into a show, it would still be going and they'd be in season one. Oh, yeah. And it, we'd, no one would have any idea why we were spending <laughs> so much time on a group of people that seem like they're not connected to the story. Um, some of the best things of 2019, Chernobyl. Did you see that? You know what? My girlfriend and I started it and then we just only watched like two episodes and then stopped. Because it was uh, depressing? I mean, I, I just think she wasn't as into it, and I thought it was ass, eh, so-so. But I, you know what? It actually, I don't We started watching something else, but I can't even remember what it was. No, oh, got it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I saw some of Chernobyl, and I, I agree that it was really well made, but it's a super depressing yeah. story to watch. The Crown made this list. Game of Thrones did make the list as one of the top shows of 2019, according to AFI. Uh, Veep, Watchmen. Have you seen any of the Watchmen on HBO? I have not. It, uh, do you know what the Watchmen is? I'm not familiar, no. Okay. Uh, well, it's it's a comic book thing, okay. and now I'll feel like a comic book nerd if I go into it, Neil. It was a TV, It was a movie. They okay. made a movie, and it... And this is your AM 1230 WJBC forecast. We'll continue to see quiet weather for the rest of the day today, but expect increasing cloud cover overnight tonight. This is weak cold front passes through the area. Not expecting any precipitation with it, but we'll see some changes to our temperature forecast over the next couple of days. After highs were close to 50 today, We'll only see highs near 40 tomorrow afternoon and staying in the low 40s for Saturday. We'll see some clearing skies tomorrow. That leads to some sunshine and sunny skies continue into Saturday as well. I expect mostly cloudy skies to return to the forecast on Sunday, but we'll be warmer with high temperatures once again close to 50 degrees. Rain showers will be possible Sunday night and into Monday. Still mild on Monday but much colder by the middle of next week. We can see high temperatures for Tuesday and Wednesday only in the 20s. From Heart of Illinois, ABC, I'm Chief Meteorologist Brian Walter, and that is your AM 1230 WJBC forecast. Thank you very much for the forecast, Brian. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it is 49 degrees. You're listening to The Craig Collins Show on WJBC. This is The Craig Collins Show on WJBC. Uh, real quick, I'm going to ask a favor of my newsman, Neil Doyle. Um, are you comfortable weighing in on whether or not I have a medical condition? 
Do you? I, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question and describe to you the problem, and then okay. you get to tell me whether or not you think it's a serious medical condition. All right. Have you ever dabbled in health at all? Have you studied anything? Have you cracked a book in the healthcare world? Uh, no. Okay, perfect opinion. I think I'm thrilled to have it. Because my wife now thinks that maybe I have a medical issue. Maybe okay. I should be checked. Okay. I have something that my grandmother had that she defined as dropsy. And what it is, is if you're holding something in your hand, but you're not really paying attention to it, mm-hmm. and then you put it down, it's gone forever. Uh, you'll forget about it immediately, unless like you really try to focus on it. So uh, today, uh, and this happens a lot, and now that my wife comes to work with me, she's noticing it more. I leave, she makes us a, a lunch, and I just leave it at home somehow. Right. And it's been varying degrees of her handing it to me, her making sure it's by the door, like putting it in positions where it seems impossible for anyone to pick it up, put it down, and then not have it in their hands by the time they get in the car. But Neil, I've beaten every one of her, her strategies to prevent this from happening. I've, I've been handed it walking out the door, and somehow it didn't make it into the car. Do you want to know where it was? Where? The top of the car. It was on the top of the really? car, Neil. Yeah, it was on the top for a little while, and then it, it finally got in the car when I realized where it was. But uh, So do you think that I have like early onset issues? Is this... Is this a mental issue that I should have some sort of scan? Or maybe in today's day and age, with distraction being what it is, I can be handed things and not know that I have them. Is it only lunch, though? Or is no, it... it's, it's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I lose the remote, my keys, my wallet constantly. I yeah. lose shoes. Um, I've lost anything that you know needs to be put in a place to be found. Um, so I, I wonder, is this serious? I think, I... I think you're okay. I okay. mean, it's probably just more troublesome or more more of a burden i guess right and grandma yeah. just calls it dropsy Dro- she doesn't yeah. ever look for it or, or like look into it. it's just dropsy it's just a thing that she has that maybe it's genetic and we all have a little dropsy so she lose what she do if she loses her keys she goes ah ah dropsy yeah i got a little bit of she has no idea no and it's it's so bad and this was before grandma's in her 80s now so i would i would forgive her more than you know when i was a little kid but like you can be handed something as my wife has found several times and within less than a minute gone to me i have no idea where it is you know and like i'll even be reminded that i had it and start looking for it and it's gonna wind up somewhere i find my wallet all over my home like i don't know why i would put it down while i'm doing something but it's in every place it could be in in the entire home yeah i normally it, mine doesn't really vary from one spot on the table of I course it doesn't home, take it out right you leave, got your spot and i got it yeah. well i have spots designed for me sure i have several of them now it, my stuff doesn't make it into all those spots. So you're saying no CAT scan, though? I'm okay? No, I think you'll be okay. All right. Well, good. Uh, we'll see if I remember lunch tomorrow. The odds are no. It's pushing toward a no. Well, I, odd transition here, but I thought, thought this article was interesting, and I didn't know. I mean, this has been in the news for a little while, and I didn't know if I wanted to talk about it, but now that Justin Timberlake has issued an apology, I guess I kind of want to talk about it. Did you see the photos of him holding hands and like getting cozy with his co-star? Uh, yes, I did. I read something and I saw one brief picture. Okay, because it was reported on by The Sun, which if you don't know what The Sun is, that's like a, a you know, one of those um, grocery store magazines in the UK okay. that does this kind of stuff. Like, they're not a terribly reputable uh, location, in my opinion, but they had candid photos and video of Justin Timberlake and uh, an actress in an upcoming movie he's in, Alicia Wainwright, uh, and they were very cozy um, without doing anything you know actually inappropriate they were holding hands at one point her hand was inside of his 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 thigh area you know yeah see okay there's the neil so if you see those 
and you're a guy in a relationship or have ever been in one, I don't even know if you have to currently be in one, you get why there's a problem here. You get why that looks a little uncomfortable. But if you've known actors and actresses in your life, you know that the boundaries for those people are different than everyone else. And I think it's partly because of that work. They have to fake relationships for a living. So they, they just, I've known a few people that, that have done some successful things in that world. And their, their, you know, zone of comfort is so different. Yeah. So, and Justin had been drinking, as he said, but he's now issued an apology. He said, I drank way too much uh, that night and I regret my behavior. I should have known better. This is not an example that I want to set for my son. I apologize to my amazing wife and family for putting them through such an embarrassing situation, and I'm focused on being the best husband and father I can be. This was not that. I don't know why it's not in my quote. Oh, here it is. Uh, he also said uh, a, it was a strong lapse of judgment, judgment, but he made it clear that nothing happened uh, between the two of them other than the uncomfortable things you're seeing. If, Neil, you witnessed, uh, she's not Mrs. Neil, but uh, can I call her Lady Neil? Sure. What should I call her? Yeah, whatever. Okay. What, what, what would she prefer to be called? Uh, probably her, her, what's your, what's her name? Her name's Allie. Allie. Yeah. Okay, that's probably better than, than Lady Neil. <laughs> if you, can you try Lady Neil? Can you go home tonight and say, hey, Lady Neil, and see what happens? Yeah, I, I will. I'll report back on okay, that Okay, you're not going to do that. It's never going to happen. <laughs> I'm never going to hear from Neil again about that. Um, but if she saw you or if you saw her in a situation like this, is that the end of a relationship? No, I definitely think a, a talk would be had. Be like, okay, oh, so what's going on? Yeah, is it weird that he had to issue such a a strong public apology? I mean, he's a celebrity, so rules right, are different right. for Justin Timberlake. Um, but if it was innocent, maybe, it's maybe he, you know, because who's his wife again? Isn't like uh, what's her his, name? His wife is Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. I couldn't think of one of the Jessicas, the yeah. famous Jessicas. Yes. There were three of them. Um, yeah, Jessica Biel's a, a good-looking lady. So she I'm is. sure, you know, and right, he's got the kids. I don't right. know, they've been married for a couple of years now, I think. Yeah. No, he's yeah, been married maybe, for a while. Maybe that was just getting ahead of it and really, you know. I don't know. Wanted to maybe stay on the good side as, as much as he could. I'm sure there was, you know, being, some, some talks had. But. Being a newsman, though, I, I noticed, I don't think you reported on this at all. I don't think this made it in any <laughs> of the news reports. Isn't it weird that, like, we have these demands of celebrities that are just so different? Like, I'm sure... That that Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel needed to have a serious conversation about this kind of thing, and I'm not judging them for needing that. But the public, we didn't need anything. We didn't need an announcement or a, a no. you know, it, they should have just kept living their lives, especially if nothing happened. Right. If what you saw was a guy holding hands with a girl that's not as, I, I mean, this is the level to which we're reporting news now. They held hands, Neil. They held hands. It's breaking news. It's terrible. I know. It's just so odd. I don't know how we how we prevent. How do we not care? How do we stop caring enough to have Justin Timberlake need to issue an apology where he says things like, I apologize to my amazing wife and family for putting them in such an embarrassing situation. That's probably kind of true. And he's focused on being a, the best husband and father he can be, which this was not that. It didn't need to be the serious, Justin. Say, I got drunk. I'm really sorry. I'm talking to my wife about it. You guys, I don't care. Can we just say we don't care to all the people? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Is that too harsh? No. Could you could you go out as a celebrity and be like, you know what, I'm handling this internally, like a like a sports team does, like Bill Belichick. Right. Maybe we all hire Belichick to handle all of our PR nightmares, put him in front of a bunch of microphones and go, Bill, Justin Timberlake held hands with another woman. You handle this. Yeah, we're dealing with that uh, as a team. Uh, next question.
What's, be his, all it is. what's his go-to line? You know, when you know they lose, uh, we're fo- we're focused on Cleveland. Right, we're, we're focused. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, maybe that would be that. We're focused on Jessica and Justin. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. We're gonna take a break now on the Craig Collins show, but uh, we're focused on a lot of things here too. It's so weird. It's so weird. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to make it a thing. But now it's a whole. It's a. It's an announcement. I felt like I had to. Maybe that's why he did it because he wants us to talk about him. I Gosh know. darn it! Yeah, right. No, this is all great publicity for the movie, right? Right. I'm going to watch the movie now, and it's going to be like when Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper might have had yeah, a real thing. Yeah. I'm going to stare at it intensely. Be like, no, that was not acting. See. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. I am not allowed to give out the name of the caller who just called in or the person that she was talking about, but I heard that a listener has a similar problem uh, with one of her kids uh, to me. I guess um, one of her children is so bad at forgetting things that it once took him a year to return a casserole dish that he had gotten as a as a take-home with uh, some leftover food. An entire year to remember it, reminded constantly. But the caller asked me if maybe my dropsy comes from my mom. Was I the kind of kid growing up who every time anything was handed to me or I had to do anything, I was reminded like 20 times by my mother? I don't think that's, that doesn't sound like my mom. My mom's the kind of person who's a tough love mom. She's, uh, you know, she's Italian too, of course, but she, I don't think that she was, if I forgot my lunch, the mom I picture would be like, well, that lunch was forgotten. That's on you, Craig. Don't do it tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, Carol, uh, one of the callers seems to think that maybe, maybe, um, you know, it, it would be my mom's fault. Can I blame mom for, I can't blame mom for anything. That's just wrong in and of itself. Right? Yeah, don't do that. You'll get a text from her. I, yeah, I will. I, no, she just texted that she's going to teach. So she's oh. done listening. I've gotten a bunch of texts today, actually. I haven't, I haven't read any of them. But she was weighing in on other topics. This is my mom. I wonder, Ma, if you think you reminded me about a stuff so much that I now forget. Uh, but she said that everything hurts at 61. My mother is 61 years old. I did a story about when things start to hurt. Uh, and she also said that the interest in the Justin Timberlake thing, that's just mindlessness. Ooh. Those dumb mindlessness. She didn't say any of that stuff. She just said mindlessness. Yeah. Do you think? Do you agree with that? Oh yeah. I said my mom's a tough love mom, Neil. So you better agree with everything she I, says. I agree. She doesn't throw shoes, but uh, she can wield <laughs> an item too. I don't know what it is. Like I don't know what the weapon of choice for my mother was. It wasn't a. It wasn't a shoe. Uh, I don't something know what it was. Else. Yeah. No, it was a cutting verbal uh, something. Right. Well, there you go. It was never the weapon for my mom was always words. Yeah. If I'm about to go out of the house with something that looks stupid, she'd be like, "Well." If that's what you want to wear out today, right? And just look at myself. Like, what did I do wrong? Yep. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. There's some of those bombs that are still laying in the back of my brain somewhere. You know those ones? Just She's waiting to go off. Right. Yeah. She yeah. said something to to help me be a better me, and I haven't really figured out what she meant yet. But in a while, I'll figure it out, and it's gonna ruin a whole day. I love you, Ma. We'll do the rest of the day today. It's gonna be eh, not sunny at all. It's dark outside now, so again, I gotta keep. Stop reading that. Tonight, increasing clouds, low of 34. Tomorrow, morning clouds, then clear skies, high of 40, low of 25. Saturday, mostly sunny, high of 43. Sunday, cloudy, high of 49. Monday, cloudy, chance of showers, a high of 47. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it is 41 degrees. Curiosity Daily co-host Cody Goff knows a bunch of ways to make you smarter. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time it works Every time. Let's see if he can help a lost cause like the Craig Collins Show. Hey, leave him alone. He doesn't know anything. Cody, I don't know a lot of things, but you know a lot of things. Welcome to the Craig Collins Show. I'm excited to have you. Did you hear that intro for you? Where did that come from? Uh, We made it. 
That is incredible. Are that is happy? one of the most incredible things I've ever heard. The only problem with it is we can't decide what music should go with it. And I've gone all over the place with like your Star Trek theme, because I know you're a fan, to be under the Ooh, under yeah. the end there. But I don't know. I don't know what, what segues out of Craig's an idiot better uh, music-wise. I'm still looking. Uh, but how are you doing, sir? I'm doing just great. I'm, uh, I finally finished digesting my Thanksgiving dinner. Nice. And now I am ready to try to help a lost cause. Right, like the Craig Collins Show, and that is specifically just me, Neil Doyle, my news guy, not a lost cause. It's a one-man lost cause here. Uh, I have five questions about things that came up on your show, Curiosity Daily, this past week. It is a daily podcast that you can get on smart speakers, uh, anywhere you like your podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever. Uh, and it, it, you guys try to make people smarter in just a few minutes every single day. My first question to you from your podcast, why do feet stink? Why do feet stink? It actually has to do with the type of bacteria on your feet. Um, and hey, listen, there's bacteria all over your body, right? And there's sweat glands all What's over that? your body. Like, what? We're, we're, what are you saying? <laughs> I don't have any bacteria on me. I shower daily, Cody. It's okay. I'm bacteria it's free. Okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. And actually, the odor from sweat that comes not just from the sweat coming out of your body, but mm -hmm. the way that the sweat interacts with the bacteria on your body. So it, it, don't worry. We all have bacteria. It's fine. Except we'll be okay. Except I'm the only one. Um, it's the type, the type of bacteria on your feet are actually the same type of bacteria that you'll find in certain types of cheese, including Munster cheese. Oh. Uh, and Limburger cheese. Oh. So uh, that's why your feet smell like cheese is because literally it's the same bacteria there. And actually, fun fact, your body has, let's say, like three to four million uh, sweat glands. Uh, yeah, your feet have like half a million. Mm -hmm. So very disproportionate. Your feet have a lot, a lot of sweat glands. So uh, we learned one thing from each other. I learned from you that I'm never eating cheese again, and you learned from me that I don't stink. Everyone else does. I don't have any bacteria on me. That's something you learned, Cody. It's now you should enter it into the Curiosity Daily. You should do me as a topic. Craig, the only guy with no bacteria on him. Uh, <laughs> why, why is ice luxurious, and is that correct to call it luxurious? It is. It, this is a trick that retailers do. Um, so scientists did a, a, a set of studies. They actually showed a set of luggage in front of, like, a backdrop of nature. And when people were looking at that backdrop of nature and it, it like, had snow on it, it looked like it was a wintry nature scene, uh, they said that that luggage was worth more uh, money, basically, that they would pay more money for it. Um, and, and part of it is because psychologically, we, you know, you may think, well, I hate being cold. I associate that with chattering teeth, frozen eyeballs. It's, it's, no one thinks they like the cold. But at the same time, cold is associated with um, exclusivity, right? Like if you go on a train or a bus and you sit on the seat and the seat's warm, you know somebody was just there. You sit on a nice cold seat, you know that it's, yeah, it's pretty exclusive. It's there just for you, Craig. <laughs> I'm going to keep trying to put all your lessons into action this show, so I'm going to change my name to Craig Ice Collins. Does that make me more luxurious? Um, you know, it depends. Okay. Um, what was the answer I was hoping for? You're saying that we'll it's not back. working. Like Iceman? Iceman seemed to be the most luxurious of the top pilots in Top Gun, right? He was He was a fancy man. <laughs> Uh, you know, I haven't been to the danger zone lately, <laughs> but uh, I think you may be onto something. Okay, thank you. I take that. You're now just humoring me, and I very much appreciate it. Uh, eye contact apparently helps us reduce lying. It does. It does. And, it, it, like, you know, when you say the phrase, if you think someone's lying and you say the phrase, look me in the eye, um, your instincts are correct. Basically, scientists just 
put people in a room together, had them look at a computer screen, describe what they were seeing, mm-hmm. and when they made eye contact with the other person. Uh, so the thing is, the scientists told them, no matter what, you should say the same thing, no matter what you're seeing. Uh, and they found that when they made eye contact with the other participants before describing it, they were less likely to lie, even though oh. they knew they were, um, you know, going against orders, basically. So um, there's just a little bit of science to back up something that we at least thought that we knew. So it really, I mean, tell somebody, look me in the eye if you think that uh, that they're lying and they may have a harder time continuing to lie to you. See, but I thought I also learned from the Curiosity Daily podcast that when you look like up, down, and sideways, that's all pseudoscience. That's not real for like being able to detect lying through body language. Am I learning multiple different things from the Curiosity show? <laughs> you, well, all right. First of all, science doesn't always work in absolutes, okay. right? So that's one thing to, to remember, okay? This is... This is a tendency that people do have. Yeah. Um, and and this, you know, again, this is, research is always kind of growing and evolving, so right. uh, it is changing. But but there is, I mean, there's no surefire way. Like, maybe I can look you right in the eye, Craig, and say that you're not a lost cause and really act like I mean <laughs> it, even though I'm looking right at you. And but you're I mean, totally we aligned. Yeah. Well, and I can tell yeah, you that I'm, a, I'm bacteria-free and mean it without, I could do that any yeah. way you need because I am totally bacteria-free. Exactly. I take multiple exactly. showers a day, Cody. I'm offended. Uh, I have a couple more topics. Why? <laughs> Wait, why do you take multiple showers a day if you because don't smell? we do yoga and stuff now. My wife is making me do yoga at the YMCA. Wow, what kind of yoga? Uh, see, Cody, your wife is a yoga teacher who does all the fancy yogas. Well, we do two. One is chair yoga, and you actually just sit for half of it. I like that yoga a lot. The other one is like a mm. balance and reflex yoga that's much, much harder. Have you done donkey yoga? I don't know what you said. Is that a thing, or do I need to take a commercial break? Am I fired? What is what is donkey no, yoga? Is it, is it donkey or llama? Like, there's some animal you can do yoga with. Alpaca yoga? Oh, what no, is yeah. It? I, got, I, think, I think alpacas and llamas do yoga with me. I haven't done that yet. There's none of them at the Y. They're not members. Yeah. I wish they were. There really is a alpaca yoga. I don't know where you can go to it, but uh, but there you go. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Alpaca. It says a lot to me now, Cody, that you picture me as a guy that would do alpaca yoga exclusively. Like, that's the only type of yoga that makes sense with a Craig Collins. Uh, I got a quick question for you, totally off topic from all the stuff that I I have two more Curiosity Dailies in front of me. But I want to know if you think Adam Sandler should win an Oscar. Um, For what? For what exactly correct? Apparently he's great in this new movie that's out right now. It's called Uncut Gems. So great that Adam Sandler is shocked of his performance. And he says, we better give him an Oscar or he's going to keep making bad things and putting them on Netflix and other places. So it's a threat, Cody, that Adam Sandler wants the Oscar, or else we get Grown Up Six. Yikes. What do you, you think? Know, I, I, have, I have studied improv comedy uh, before, and, and many um, teachers have pointed out that many actors make a successful transition <laughs> from comedy to drama, uh-huh. but it's actually harder to do it the other way around. And, and that's because really well-trained comedic actors are taught to connect with the other people, um, kind of on stage with them, like be in the moment and that kind of thing. Wow. So it actually makes sense to me that Adam Sandler would be doing this. I mean, Steve Carell made the switch. Um, I mean, there's a laundry list of, of well, comedic actors that ended up going more serious. Yeah, and um, if we, if and we do, well, so, if we do like you know. nerd movie stuff, Punch Drunk Love's a pretty good movie. Adam Sandler's in that, and he's not funny. So maybe Uncut Gems is amazing. I just like the fact that he's already threatening the public to make more bad things if he doesn't get an Oscar for this good thing. And I kind of hope that that, that works out. I, I like the idea of threatening into, into getting things that you want 
by telling everyone that you're going to make a bunch of really terrible movies. Two more quick topics from your podcast, and then I'll let you go. Uh, and I hope that your mm-hmm. next story is all about Adam Sandler. I hope you cover his career in depth on the Curiosity Daily Show. But Static Shock is worse in winter. Is that true? Static Shock is worse in winter. Uh, but basically, I could, you know, I won't get like deep into the physics, and we don't get deep into physics on our podcast because no. then no one would want to listen, <laughs> and I wouldn't want to host it, frankly. You're uh, but we, we go deep. We go deep enough. It has to do with uh, with the way that electrons a- act in the winter time. It, it has. It really, you can blame it on the dry air. Um, so you know, to put a humidifier in your apartment if you're shocking yourself every time uh, you touch the doorknob, and maybe mm-hmm. that'll help. Okay. Uh, and if my wife is shocking me all the time, do you think she's doing it because she secretly wants to shock me? Because I think it's she secretly wants to shock me. I mean, I really can't blame her, so I'm, <laughs> I'm I have no advice for you. You've met right? my wife, Betty, though. She seems so nice and innocent, but I think that she's somehow like shocking. I I know it's happening. It's not the winter. It's my wife. She's got a whole plan. One last topic for you: Should I sleep on things or should I make decisions right away? So sleeping on it can actually help you make better decisions. There's, there's uh, inventors uh, with plausible stories about how like, they went to bed one night trying to think of, come up with the next cool gadget or invention, and they were woken up uh, actually like, kind of having some really good ideas and being like, oh, I'm going to invent something. Um, yeah, so science ran one of its first studies on, on basically how sleeping on it uh, can help you solve your problems. Um, and it, it just kind of goes to show, like, if you're having a really hard time thinking about something, you don't know what to do with a family problem, or you're not sure what to do about that, that job offer you got or whatever, mm-hmm. just go to bed. Take a little nap. <laughs> go sleep a little bit. It, uh, uh, yeah, it, and, and, and actually, if you really want to try to, like, super life hack yourself, yes. um, this, this, um, this study had participants. They, they basically solved puzzles while songs were playing, mm-hmm. and each song was, like, matched to a puzzle. And when they couldn't solve, so, you know, the scientists said, okay, well, there's some puzzles you guys were not able to solve. Go to bed. We're going to play those same songs that were associated with the puzzles you couldn't solve. And when they woke up, they were significantly more able to solve those puzzles than the people that didn't hear that music. So um, you, you could try some programming. You know, again, this is like kind of initial research into this area. Yeah. There hasn't been like a, you know, no, a huge no. body. Uh-uh. I, take it all as, I take it all as 100% facts now. That's the only way to live our lives. And I'm actually instituting nap time on the Craig Collins Show. We're all going to sleep between 3.30 and 4 so that the rest of the show is really good. 3 o'clock is fine, and then 3.30 it's a half an hour of sleeping. I'm just going to play sleep music and see how that works out. My ratings are going to kill, Cody. Thank you for the suggestions. As always, Curiosity Daily co-host Cody Goff, you're laughing. It, it seems like you think nap time is a bad idea on the radio. I just want to know if you're going to get paid for those minutes. Of course I'm getting paid. Like, did... I'm, I'm doing content. Okay. We're all sleeping. You would, <laughs> we're all getting better. I learned it from your science. You know, on my college radio show, I used to have a segment called 30 Seconds of Dead Air. Um... <laughs> It's exactly what it sounds like. Okay. I would just turn off the microphones and sit there and watch the clock for exactly 30 seconds. It was a hit, Craig. Let me tell you. I've actually, now, I've actually now realized the way to program the show is to take everyone's college radio ideas. That's the best thing I could ever do. What did you do on your college radio show? We're doing it on WJBC. Cody Goff, you are the co-host of Curiosity <laughs> Daily. Thank you for joining me every single week, usually on Monday, but special show today because I was out on Monday. I'll talk to you in a few days, and I'm sure you're going to teach me a lot of things. And truthfully... Get a scientist to study me, because I am bacteria-free. I'm the only human being that is. Craig, if a scientist is studying you, it's not going to be for the bacteria. (laughs) (laughs) 
From Heart of Illinois, ABC, I'm Chief Meteorologist Brian Walder, and this is your AM 1230 WJBC forecast. We'll see mostly sunny to partly cloudy skies for the rest of the day today, but then a weak cold front passes through overnight tonight. We'll see mostly cloudy skies tonight into early tomorrow morning. Low temperatures will be in the 30s tomorrow, and highs only rebounding close to 40 by tomorrow afternoon, so we'll be about 10 degrees colder tomorrow than what we saw today. Mostly sunny skies will return tomorrow afternoon, and that will continue into Saturday as well. High temperatures in the low 40s as we start the upcoming weekend. Highs, though, rebounding close to 50 once again on Sunday. We'll see mostly cloudy skies as we wrap up the weekend. Then eventually some rain showers in the forecast Sunday night and into Monday. Monday still on the mild side with highs in the upper 40s, but we are much colder as Arctic air moves in by the middle of next week. Highs for Tuesday and Wednesday will drop into the 20s. From Heart of Illinois, ABC, I'm Chief Meteorologist Brian Walder, and that is your AM 1230 WJBC forecast. It's Betty Pigstar on the Craig Collins Show. Can you outpick the champ? You want answers? One listener will win a prize, even if you can't top our experts. Welcome to the Thunderdome, people. That is right. We're in the Thunderdome now on the Craig Collins Show. Betty Picks time. Betty Picks uh Typically NFL games, but we'll probably continue doing this with other games after the NFL season is over. Uh, the thing about Betty, though, my wife, is she doesn't watch any of the games. She just knows the winners. You went two for three on Thanksgiving Day, picked two of the three uh, games correctly, uh, mm. and we had a listener try to compete against you that only picked one of the three. So you win against another listener. Good nice. job, Betty. Yeah. High five. Thank you. Uh, the only thing you got wrong was the Cowboys. I know. And you told me you didn't want to say on air why you didn't trust that pick even when you made it, but why didn't you trust that pick, Betty? <laughs> I don't know. I feel shy to say it, but back in Mexico, people are always like get so crazy about the cheerleaders. And, and you kind of don't like those cheerleaders? I mean, it's not like the, I don't like them. Uh-huh. They are so pretty. But there were a lot of people like literally like they just watch the games to, to watch the cheerleaders. So I was okay. like, really? Come on. It's well, a game. And for anyone wondering why that would matter to Betty, you picked the Saints in the third game of, of Thanksgiving Day and you picked them because they're the Saints. And you, yeah. you like saints. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Catholic saints. So, of course, there you go. Your morality is, is 100%. You also had a couple problems with the show when you came in today, Betty. You said you had some corrections. The first one, I told Cody Goff, the co-host of Curiosity Daily, that I am bacteria-free because I shower <laughs> multiple times a day. Your take, Betty? Am I bacteria-free? Uh, I don't think so because uh, <laughs> you don't like to use scrub. You don't like to. I scrub? What are you talking about? I scrub. <laughs> no, I scrub all the liar. time. No. I, use, I put the soap directly on my body. I don't need the like, you use the loofah and the stuff. Yes. That has, those all have chemi- Those all have bad things in them. Bacteria. Bacteria. Yeah, I'm bacteria-free. Well, I hear about that. I, I hear like you got to replace it, blah, blah, blah. But right. who knows? I mean, as, as Cody said, we are full of bacteria anyways. So that was one of the problems you had with my show. You don't like the fact that I was talking about my mom a little bit too i was telling i was talking that my mom uh you know maybe tried to help me too much with my dropsy and my problems but you think that's all my fault right the well, fact that i forget things so much yeah i think you just don't have a sequence you forget a lot of things that you usually have to do during the day and you just uh-huh. don't write it down or, and you love technology i don't know I, do. I just don't understand why you don't use i don't know alexa to tell you like you have like 10 tasks to do during the day and instead of that you left the house and then and then Betty I forget this I forgot I forgot <laughs> that I oh my god you freaking out all the time uh-huh. mm-hmm. can I ask you though Betty are you impressed with how easily I can forget our lunch that you can hand it to me in my hand and somehow I can still leave it at home yes yes I get pretty mad all the time but also impressed happen. 
because it's almost miraculous how bad I am at remembering things. <laughs> I'm like the best at something, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, you well, are. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the Betty picks, before I ask you to pick this week's games, uh, you did want to talk a little bit about The Voice, which is a show that you love to watch and you sometimes review on the show. And then I have a story about Billie Eilish who you love. Yeah. But first, what did you want to say about The Voice? Well, even though I love the contestant from Chicago, uh, mm-hmm. Katie is her name, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think her name is Katie. Uh, she's doing great. I mean, she she's an amazing vocalist. But uh, this, this uh, season, I mean, this uh, past uh, last uh, episode, I saw this guy, Bill. Bill Will. I think Will. his name is Will. Will, he, o- he always has like blue hair and pretty yes. cool kid. Oh my God, he uh, he performed like pretty well, and even even uh, some of the coaches told him like he just literally he, because he was the last one. So they say like everybody else opened his show because yeah. he he's, he performed, uh, he run on the stage jump and in, he jump and like a lot of energy and he doesn't care like. Like to be scared, you know, like. But those are your two favorite contestants right now, Katie yes. and Will. They're yeah. both on Team John of Legend, course, of course, so he's yeah. probably going to win the show yeah, again if I'm Betty's right. Sure, yeah. uh, but you like his energy level, then you're saying just Will seems yeah, to have the and, most energy. Yeah, and also energy. it's just pretty amazing because this kid has autism, some kind of autism. Like sometimes, uh, people like we don't are, are not familiar with it. Mm-hmm. We don't understand how that works, and he's kind of like always focusing that but at the same time kind of like in his own world like yeah. like uh, he doesn't care about everything else you know if he has some kind of like negativity around he just doesn't even realize he which is awesome it. yeah it is yeah it makes him probably a more confident person than most yeah. of us yeah. uh, he doesn't realize totally when people are not being nice yeah so that's that's kind of a nice blessing and yeah. he's doing great on the show yeah, you're absolutely right yeah. um but katie that katie caden can sing you yeah, know, and maybe can. he tipped too soon. Maybe he did his best song too early on in the show. Well, who knows? You never know with that kid. Okay. I say you always got to save it till the end. Don't be really <laughs> good. My last show here at WJBC is going to be amazing. The day <laughs> oh that I'm finally God. done, it's going to be the best high. radio show You're ever. just saying. Right. Well, I'm just saying that, that we're building up to the end. At some point, it's going right. to be amazing. I'm going to take the headsets off. I'm going to high five Neil Doyle, and I'm never coming back. Oh that show is going to be amazing. But it's not yet. It's not today. Today was terrible. Uh, Billie Eilish, is, she has a deal, $25 million with Netflix, or Apple TV, excuse me. You like watching these. It's a documentary that Billie Eilish is going to make about uh-huh. her career. Oh, my God. She started at 14 years old, yeah. so she's going to tell the story of her career. Yeah. She actually is related to someone named Rebecca Black, their sisters, who had a, a really terrible introduction into the world by making a song that people made fun of uh-huh. and she went viral she became famous for having one of the worst songs ever made so i didn't even know they were related it seems like they keep that a secret but i'm sure that'll all come out in the documentary how excited are you about a billy eilish documentary super excited <laughs> i would love to know more about this artist she's she's pretty good you love her what yeah. do you love about her the most her voice uh she's just so different and she's so spontaneous um and she's pretty young. I mean, uh, to be that young and so talented, and I mm. don't know. It's just like. And I just like the confidence her. of her, too? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. All right, you ready to pick some NFL games this week? And then a listener can call in and pick against you. We'll try to give you guys a prize for doing that. Uh, but, Betty, you picked three different games. You don't watch NFL at all? No. You still don't watch the games? I watched a little bit of like. Oh, on Thanksgiving uh, on Day? Thanksgiving. Yeah, the Bears game was on yes. the corner. And so I you was saw, like, of course, I, I won that one. <laughs> you saw like six minutes of yeah. the Bears game. <laughs> yes, because right. I was so hungry that I didn't pay attention to it. And you were pretty confident, though, that yeah. the Bears were going to pull out. Okay, that's great. I love that. Uh, so the three games to pick this week the first game is between the Indianapolis Colts and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Where are you going, Betty? Uh, Tampa Bay. 
Why? Uh, I don't know. Um, you don't know? You just feel it? Yeah, I feel like Tampa, yeah. You it's like good. horses so much, and the Indianapolis Colts are called the Colts, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are pirates. Oh, You're really? going with the pirates. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. I think I made no? a mistake. No, yeah. you pick your pick, Betty. Stick to your guns. Okay, then, yeah. Don't Tampa make, Bay. Don't make me change. And you like mind. Tampa Bay because I have family that lives there. Right? Yes. And you've been there before? And yeah. You, yeah, okay. That's good. That's, <laughs> that makes sense. It, it was my first connection. I was like, right. yeah, we have, like, we have an uncle there. Yeah, you don't want to upset my Uncle John. No, he's going to If you pick sad. against him, he will text you. Yeah. Okay. Or Snapchat. Uncle John does the <laughs> yeah. Snapchat, doesn't he? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. You guys both do great Snapchat. The Bengals are playing the Browns. Who do you take in that game? Bengals or Tigers? The Browns are just a color. <laughs> Let's go with Bengals, yeah. All right. You're going to take the Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah. You feel really good about that pick, too, I assume? Yeah, I love Okay, good. Love you got Pirates. two there. One last sure. pick for you, mm-hmm. and this one I think might be kind of hard for you to pick. The San Diego Chargers, or the L.A. Chargers, excuse me, they used to be from San Diego, are taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, God. It's um, Chargers, bolt the lightning, versus a Jaguar. Where are you going? Uh, Jaguar. Why? Let's go this uh, time with animals. So oh, you're picking all animals. animals this week? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so did I wait? Did I really give you a choice where every week it was one animal against a non-animal? No, you didn't. It just come to my mind. Cause okay. I was no, actually, like, I did. I did. The, oh, you did. The Buccaneers are pirates. The Browns are not an animal, and uh, yeah, the Chargers aren't. So you went all animals this week on the Craig yes. Collins show. You feel good about that? Yeah. You want to go back to the uh, the zoo, don't you? Yes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, kind of. I love animals, but it's just like yeah. I don't know. I got it. I get yeah. why that's in your head. Jay Tetzloff was here yesterday. We missed him, though, because we were on vacation. Uh, but Jay will be in again in a month, and we'll have to find out more about the zoo because you really liked your time at that the Miller Park That strange zoo. panda that he's in there. The red it's panda? The red panda. Oh you tried God. to kidnap it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. No, I would go to jail. But you would go, yeah, you'd totally yes. go to jail for kidnapping it. But maybe just like a little kidnapping, a like kid. a borrowing. If you just borrow it for an hour, that I don't think you go to jail for that. Well, he's so tiny. I don't think he's a... Uh, yeah, nobody will miss a, him. Yeah, he's a tiny little panda. No one's ever going to even notice he's gone. It's totally fine. Yeah. We'll tell Jay about it uh, when he I'm comes in next month. I'm going to put it in month. my pocket. And just, I'm sure you would. No, just like you I'm like to steal kidding. babies. No, oh my God. Oh, you know you love to steal babies, Betty. Well, yes, I, I, I like to help with babies sometimes. Right. Babies are like little humans. They're pretty cute. And anyone listening right now doesn't understand, babies flock to my wife. They flock to you, Betty. They look at you, I complete strangers. Yeah. They put their hands up, and they want you to yeah, like take them from their moms weird, and dads. <laughs> yeah, it's the craziest thing. You are like the baby yeah. whisperer. I got to take a break on the Craig Collins Show. Thank you for your picks. You can call in and pick against my wife, and we'll try to figure out a prize for you to win from the prize vault. Uh, but quick break on the Craig Collins Show and one more segment. Then we got the coaches show from the heart of Illinois, ABC Chief Meteorologist Brian Walder. Uh, tonight, increasing clouds, a low of 34. Tomorrow, morning clouds and then a clearing sky in the afternoon, high of 40, low of 25. Saturday, mostly sunny, a high of 43. Uh, Sunday, cloudy, a high of 49. And Monday, cloudy, chance of showers, high of 47. Just a couple more minutes for me on the Craig Collins Show. And then you got the coaches show uh, coming up at 6 o'clock on WJBC I thought this was interesting. An Arizona Cardinals player bet against his team while he was on the IR. Uh, This is a safety. His name is Josh Shaw. I guess he's been suspended for the rest of the season because, you know, can't bet on sports. We all learned that at one point or another in our lives, I guess, and and Pete Rose certainly learned it. Uh, But last week he was suspended because he bet against his team. Now, he wasn't playing. He couldn't affect the outcome, so maybe he was just upset about something. Maybe somebody made him mad or he really just thought – they weren't going to win. But uh, also, if you were an athlete, I don't think you place bets in your own name, right? You got to have somebody to do that for you. If you need someone to place a bet for you, eh, Collins might be available. I'm just saying. If uh, if next time Josh wants to throw a little bit of his Arizona Cardinals money around and doesn't want to get caught and suspended, 
you know, Collins can be called. It's just a couple quick phone calls to a radio station. We'll figure it out. I also have a list of Uber Eats 10 trendy food predictions for 2020. Uh, a couple of the quick ones on the list, the list that kind of surprised me. Squid Ink. Has anyone ever eaten Squid Ink before? Is that a thing? Do we eat it? Uh, is Neil Doyle, are you a huge fan of the Squid Ink by chance? I don't know if I've ever had Squid Ink. Me neither. Number yeah. two most trendy item, according to Uber Eats in 2020. Starfruit is going to be number one. I have had that. Collagen? We eat collagen? Mm. Okay. All right, Neil. Not not making the news so far here. Uh, pho, have you ever had that? It's a Vietnamese soup. I have. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's number eight on this list of things that are going to be. And Brussels sprouts made number six. I don't like a Brussels sprout. Oh, I love a good Brussels sprout. Why, what are you talking about? How do yeah. you make a Brussels sprout? Oh, I mean, easy way. Just go in the oven, a little olive oil, salt and pepper, roast them up. No, I see. Here Delish. we go. See, Neil does these. What do you pair it with? Uh, bartender Neil, what do you pair a Brussels sprout with? Uh, you could do a little Brussels sprout maybe with like a little pan-seared chicken. Or if it's in, if it's summer, you could do a little grilled chicken, maybe okay. a little Brussels sprout. Totally get that. And then what, what are you drinking on this evening? Neil Doyle's. Yeah, probably just a beer or something. All right. Yeah. You got any brand, any specific one? You got a, Are we going IPA? Getting hoppy? Uh, sure. Okay. I like a, uh, right. I like a Lagunitas, uh, little, what's the one I like? The little something, something. Or yeah. Something? yeah. Oh, a little oh. something, something oh, is yeah, delicious. delicious. I bet you Brock's back loves a little something, something. <laughs> I bet you that's he his might. favorite beer. It's either that, or I think he might stick with a Bud Light or something. No, you're right. He probably yeah. drinks like 40 ounces of Bud Light at a time. <laughs> doesn't even notice it. He does seem like the kind of guy that can throw back. I'd yeah. like to sometime drink with the coach. Uh, you're out there right now. If you're, if you're hanging out with coach, I'm sure that he might grab a drink with a few of you after the, the show. Uh, But that's it for me on the Craig Collins Show. you got the Coaches Show coming up on WJBC. Uh, I'm back with you guys tomorrow from 2 to 6 because we're shuffling a few chairs. I think we have like one or two days next week that are normal and then a bunch of extended shows after that. So you'll get a lot more of this, including maybe we'll do like a, a food thing of the day from Neil Doyle. He'll tell us a food item and pair it with a drink. It'll be delicious. we got Rob Dobbs in tomorrow too, so they'll probably be able to help you out with that. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, we'll be back in, in a few minutes with the Coaches Show on WJBC.